Hello and welcome to the Opinion Win podcast. My name is Michael and I'm joined here by Ryan. Wagwan. Welcome to our sixth episode. Sixth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, episode six. Yes. Uh one more to episode ten. Double yeah. digits. Yeah, that's another landmark we're looking forward to. Yeah. So how do you think it's going to be on episode 50? Because after episode 10, it's going to be episode 50. Then after that, it's episode 100. Episode 50? Yeah. I mean, hopefully, we'd have gotten way more confident in front of a microphone. Yeah, for sure. Than we are now. And we have probably gotten more used to listening to ourselves. Remember, you're the only one who's not used to yeah. listening to yourself. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. Sounds like quite a narcissistic thing to say. <laughs> Gosh, we're more used to listening to ourselves, but anyway. Yeah, but yeah, for those who don't know what we're talking about, record yourself and then play it back if yeah. you've never heard yourself talk. Because what you hear when you talk and what comes out of like a speaker is completely different. Exactly. So, and what comes out of the speaker is how people hear you, obviously. So yeah, get used to that. Yeah, you when when we're you know when we're like testing the stuff and yeah. doing it for the first it was so weird yeah, me, and, me and Gabi had we had already done it before yeah. so him he knew what to expect and I've been tweaking with the audience so me even then I was still kind of used to my voice you it was just for like the first yeah, time yeah it was the first time yeah mom yeah I'm kind of getting used to it now so that's that's nice yeah <laughs> actually like podcasting because it it helps you realize how how you think mm. because you know when you when you think and you don't talk to someone about it you only have your perspective and it can be warped and um you know convoluted to suit whatever fantasy biases yeah exactly mm. but then on a podcast or just a normal conversation okay but let's take the podcast i have to air out what i actually think every every weekend or every friday and every weekend yeah consistently and <laughs> it helps me realize that some shit i say is very stupid mm. like you, you don't realize how stupid some things you think are until you put it out there yeah until you put it out that's true yeah. yeah but most people i don't know most people don't want to put what they think out there because you don't judged yeah they don't ideas to be scrutinized yeah but i mean it's the truth it's the truth there's a quote i think it's by joker it said the good thing about honesty is that you never have to remember anything you said mm, yeah mm. yeah and then uh, you know david goggins mm. i guess we you've had his life story i haven't had his life story but Bro, i've watched like some of some videos about him he used to he used to work in like a pesty what are exterminators? He was an oh. exterminator. Mm-hmm. So I think he wanted to join the, the, I don't know if it was the Marines or something like that, but yeah, it was, was overweight. Marines. Yeah. Only so, the SEALs. I think it was the SEALs. Yeah. yeah. So I think the guy who was recruiting told him, like, he has to lose like 100 pounds mm-hmm. and shit. Then he was like, hey, this one, me, I can't do. Mm-hmm. He was like, ah, no, I'll just go back to my job. Mm-hmm. I continue being the loser I am, mm. you know. So the next day when he was going to work, like he was called for some job mm-hmm. and then like he saw this state of you know there were so many pests like mm-hmm. so many cockroaches yeah. he was like z like i can't i can't do this like i can't continue being this type of person so the guy just like just said enough is enough mm-hmm. put in the work and you know join the seals and then i think there was something he did some pity i know he runs so many miles like I don't know the exact the exact details of it. I don't know whether it was like a hundred miles or something. There was a, there was yeah, some, yeah, somewhere uh, close to that. Yeah, but I know he ran for 19 hours. Yeah. Yeah. Non-stop. Yeah. Like, you know the way these runners run for like two hours, like the yeah. marathons of 42 kilometers. And this dude ran for 19 hours. Bro, what? That's that's mad. I know that the mentality to do Raven that. for me, like running 40 minutes constantly is hard. Yeah. <laughs> so hard. Bro, 
drank. Hey. 19 hours. 19 hours. There was some. And if you just see, you know, the, the way he used to be and mm-hmm. how he is. Like, it's not like some innate talent he has. You know? Yeah, man. It's just, just hard work. Yeah. Guy, 19 hours. Yeah. And I think, bro, that guy put his life like on like on back on the on the tracks, man. Yeah. It's really inspiring. He doesn't give a fuck what like he he puts himself out there. Yeah, very. And he doesn't he like he shows all his flaws because he's like the only thing other people have done better than you is to hide the flaws they have. Yeah. So and that guy's really inspirational, but mm. Speaking of which, you know, like you could just be talking to someone mm-hmm. and you don't even know the, the stuff they're going through. Yeah. Like they'll be able to hide it so well. You know, most people, like most people are broken in some sort of way. Yeah. In some sort of, yeah. I think that's fucked up. It's but I mean, everyone, everyone has their own struggles. Yeah, everyone has their own demons. But I think now in the world we're living in, it's much easier to talk about some stuff. Like, like I don't know, depression, mental illness, and stuff like that. But that's okay. That's only come about in the past few years, though. Okay, maybe it's because it's been more pronounced due to like social media and stuff. Yeah, that's true. It's I think it's way more prevalent now than it was mm-hmm. like before the internet became like so yeah accessible. Yeah, because. Social media, eh? Some there, it can really warp people's expectations of how. Yeah. Because it, like, you know, everyone goes through their own shit, but when you look through social media and people are only posting yeah. their best highlights, it's, yeah. it's hard to believe when you're seeing the the complete opposite. Yeah, it's hard to be, and you know, you you constantly put these images like in front of you, so you know, your mind kind of gets programmed to think that's how life should be, you know. Yeah. That's how life should be. Just yeah, seeing the highlights of everyone's lives, but you can see yeah. all your flaws in 4K. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough, man. But imagine how boring life would be if you're just happy all the time. Yeah. You know. I think... I don't think people want to be happy all the time. Yeah. Like, you may think that's what you want, but... Yeah. It's... First of all, that's impossible. Yeah, that that's impossible. Yeah. Um, I think both psychologically and just physically, yeah. you can't always release dopamine. Kufa or some shit. <laughs> Any doctors fact check? Uh, just fact check me on that in the yeah. comments. Oh, and that's another thing. I don't know whether these are going up on YouTube. So when I say comments, you can just go to like our Instagram post and put whatever you want there yeah. with the corresponding episode. Yeah. Um. Where was I going? Well, oh, they're, they're being happy all the time. Mm-hmm. My my take on that is, uh, from my perspective, I don't want, it's not the happiness that I'm really after. That's, at least that's not what I think I'm after. Mm-hmm. It's that, you know, that instant moment when I've done something and I've achieved it and like I've worked hard, I've suffered, mm-hmm. and now I'm transitioning into happiness. Yeah. That instant moment, yeah. that's what I'm looking for. Yeah. And I think you know what makes those like happy moments worthwhile is you know going through some bad shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's like it makes it more impactful. Yeah. Yeah. Because even it's, I mean, even it's the same thing with like just endless pleasure and instant gratification. Mm-hmm. Like you know you'd. You just baseline think that, okay, if I can just do nothing, I can just play video games, all that, you know, yeah. just like I'd, you know, I'd be set, I'd be yeah, chill, yeah, you know. Chill. But you know, at the end of the day, you realize when you, when you have all that freedom and you know you don't use it to, to like create something new or. But even know. in video games, they're made difficult for a reason mm. because, say, you're playing. Um, I don't know, something like God of War or Dark Souls. Yeah. It has a reputation for being a really hard game. Yeah, and you 
it's i think you're addicted to video games because it's that that feeling you get when you when you've grinded and you finally defeated that that boss so you can yeah. go to the next level yeah. like it's not over but you've grinded and achieved something yeah. and then now you want to go and do it again because i think you like i said you're still searching yeah. for that that feeling of achievement given leveling up and yeah, and all that it stuff it's so good I think if more people could treat life as a video game, yeah, it would. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, after, like, you look at a day, like, as a quest, you know, after you do everything you're supposed to do, yeah. you count it as leveling up. And then at the end, you can write down all the shit you've done and you gain yeah. XP. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, when you meet shit people in life, you're going the right direction. Yeah. Like, in video games, you're, if there are no enemies in your way, there's no way you're yeah. going the right direction. Yeah. I think when when you face criticism, you know you're doing something right. Yeah. If if you can't, if you're not able to like to polarize opinions, okay, not like in that sort of way, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But you need to be able to be a polarizing person, not for the sake of it. You can't just yeah. go and start being controversial for for its sake. But if you're able to do that, then at least you know you know you're heading in the right direction. I think most people are too, you know, they're too they're too afraid to. Yeah, society yeah. sets the like the boundaries for you, like what boundaries you can and can't cross. And I think the polarizing thing is just people having opinions and um, philosophies that they stand and live by. Yeah. And if you like, you know, you cross those boundaries. If you if you bust that bubble, yeah. now there's a problem. He's told you, hey, I don't like when you do this, or this is how I have a like this is how I view the world. And then when you cross that, now there's conflict. But then now when the media is like, oh, this, it's only when this happens, or you know, society is like, it's only when this happens that you should get upset. Yeah, and you have everyone thinking yeah. the same. To be fair, even like I think today it's not you don't even have to be that polarizing. Just being authentic. Yeah. <laughs> it's polarizing enough. Yeah, like yeah. just just say the shit you believe. Yeah. And if you can if you can back it up properly then yeah. Yeah, you'll probably find yeah, you'll never please everyone. You'll probably find someone who's yeah. who thinks what you said is very radical. And, yeah. and it's good that people disagree. Imagine if yeah, if everyone was thinking the same. We can't, we couldn't, <laughs> bro, we the wouldn't be able so to move forward. Yeah, God, the world would be so boring. Yeah, man. It's really good. And the goodness is, at least for most people, when you disagree with them, there's, you know, there's always a way you can find some common ground. Yeah. Yeah. But for some people, they, they like, that's not the intention. Yeah, they, they don't. It's yeah. not that they want even to make you see their point of view. Yeah. They just enjoy like arguing. Yeah. That's sad though. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I mean, the, the whole point of, you know, talking about such stuff is you're trying to find, you know, like where we can meet in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. But some people from the onset, they, they just don't want to, to do that. Mm-hmm. They probably want to virtue signal in some sort of way or. Virtue signal? Like to show how morally good they are. You know, they want oh, to take standing the on their soapbox and yeah. preaching. Yeah. Oh. That always take the moral high ground. It is. It's annoying, man. Because yeah. I, you can't always have the moral high. Like you can't always be right in anything, man. Yeah. Because morality is subjective. Some, sometimes morality can be subjective. Okay, sometimes, yeah. In maybe with duration, say that, but. Okay, there are some things that... Yeah, obviously, there are some things yeah. that just permeate through all... I mean, you can't just kill people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe that was a poor example. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, now you can't just kill people. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, um, a very large percentage of people would say killing other people is morally wrong. Yeah. We think so, too. Yeah. Just yeah. for... <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. if anyone was wondering think killing is not good yeah yeah i'd say i, I don't know but well no I, not not about the killing part it oh, doesn't yeah, depend yeah, killing yeah. is wrong <laughs> it's wrong well it depends 
by me. The what I find is wrong with the the whole like instant gratification, whatever, is that the tools we use, okay, we've advanced way faster than we can evolve. Mm. And now there's there's friction between um us as like animals and the the primal instinct yeah, yeah. because your higher self like turn the clock back a few thousand years not not even many like four mm. how how much do you think we can we could have evolved by then not that much not that much yeah. like even in brain capacity whatever mm. we can't have evolved that much in four thousand years but four thousand years in some countries the more like you by by 30 you are an old man so and like you couldn't get food everywhere yeah um you couldn't satisfy your desires if, like just like that you had to work mm-hmm. for your shit you're in constant fear death yeah <laughs> bro it was it was a shitty time to live but then now <laughs> 4000 years later you can have the calories you needed to survive back then in one burger. You yeah. can, um, you know, you you want an instant hit of dopamine. I don't know. You can jack off. You can you can go hook up with like uh, random people. It's these were just not adapted to do yeah. that. But then I don't know. I'd say like probably before. Um, people, I don't know, I don't know how to word this, but probably it, it also had its pros. What? Like living in, in those times. Because, you know, you aren't exposed to as much as... The thing is, now. what we have now is good. It's just that... Um, Have you ever... You know a PS2? Like, no, I, I, I don't think you can say it. Like... It's indifferent, depending on the way you use it. No. Most things are indifferent. Okay, let me let me explain. Uh, you know a PS2? You know how you connect it to a TV? Yeah? The, those three pins. Yeah. Now, that's us as people, as animals. And those, how we're connected to the TV, how yeah. we should be is those three pins. But with modern technology and all the, the luxuries we have, it's a HDMI cable. You get, like... It's too. <laughs> it's too good for us mm. currently. Like we're not equipped to be that. To handle all that pleasure. Oh yeah, all that mm. niceness. Without yeah, without forming some sort of neuroticism. Yeah. I think, I think that's true. Cause I, cause imagine like before, a guy probably had to wait for nine months to have sex. Like he has sex once. He has mm. to wait for another nine months. If he was monogamous, let's say. No, but to be honest, like going back then, it didn't make sense to be monogamous. No, I'm just talking about even, let's say, a hundred years ago. A mm-hmm. hundred years ago. A guy probably had to wait nine months to have sex. He was monogamous. Yeah. Even, even let's say before, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't that, that easy. Unless you are the alpha male of the tribe or something like that, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. It wasn't that easy to, to just go and have sex. You had to wait for some sort of time. Mm. I mean, now you have a succubus in your pocket. You know, <laughs> people can just, you know, in five seconds, they can just access high speed internet porn and you know masturbate. Yeah. And your brain thinks that it's having sex with loads of women. Yeah. Yeah. So even normal ordinary women, they look undesirable to you. you guys have no motivation to. To go and seek seek out normal women, yeah. they have that succubus in their pocket. Yeah, but then that's another thing. The the whole um, polygamous and monogamous thing, like um, even in okay, like the thing of not adapting to current times. Uh, before being polygamous was desirable because I mean, if you're dying at thirty, bro. And the chances of your kid is li- of your kid, like living, yeah. when it's birthed is like one in ten. 
the chances of your wife surviving childbirth yeah. is like one in five. So being polygamous was desirable because then you increase your chances of mm. of getting as many children as possible with for the continuation of the species. But that was like what 2000 years ago. In 2000 years we have I don't think we we've adapted to the fact that men and women can live to be 80, 90, 100. So and the chances of your child li- like dying now no, is extremely low. Yeah. The chances of your uh, of your wife dying in childbirth extremely low. But I think we still have that mentality that you know polygamy is desirable so that's why the whole and then now with the uh, pushing of um what's this thing called being promiscuous mm. it's that's why a lot of people are just having a random sex. Yeah. I I okay, in my opinion I don't think it's anything to do okay obviously there's that primal aspect that comes into it but i think it's more of people aren't able to control their sexual energy yeah you know? and that's yeah. that's uh, directly caused by the the failure to evolve because if we turn like let's say we we like 10,000 years from now let's say we're all alive and everything and we've, we've held all factors constant mm. i think by then we'd come to the conclusion that oh also oh, we have one wife and if we have sex we'll have one kid also oh, i don't I need i don't need multiple women so mm-hmm. we'll naturally evolve to have less libido okay let me let me put it like this i think the thing for why like you know hookup culture is so prevalent is one i don't think people are able to to control their sexual desires and their sexual energy and then the way it's been pushed like how you should deal with it you know is to repress it that's mm-hmm. also not it can't work that energy is too like it's it's too much like it's too powerful to just repress it it's gonna come out in one way or another okay true yeah and you know i think the best way to use that energy is to transmit it in some sort of way you know like like focus it on like a creative project or you know into like career and stuff like that. Mm. I, I can say that's going to be hard for some people. Be- I think it's the best way to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, it's obviously the best way to do it. Uh something that's really good is exercise. Mm. Um I feel like as people, wait, no, I don't feel like I think as people, um I think we've adapted to like we, we have i think we we like exercise we forgot to put the phones in silent um okay this this is just my opinion i think that we we like exercise it's you it's nice it makes us feel good and the benefits of exercise are immense so that's one way you can use that energy but another the the way you're supposed to use it is to manifest it into something you like doing a craft of, of mm. you know you're choosing okay not you have your choosing and what you're best suited to you know but now the thing well, is that in itself is is also hard to find what, yeah, what you're and, uniquely and the, suited and, for and the thing is people don't even know what they like i was i was talking to my mates when i finished my exam and they had gone to you know to drink because you know we're done with exams whatever we're adults and as as i was explaining to them the whole um no porn no drugs whatever thing it occurred to me that before then i had uh my mind was like oh you like social media you're supposed to like getting drunk supposed to like being intoxicated you're supposed to like uh, porn and women and all that and i mean i still like women yeah obviously but <laughs> when i stopped it it was like okay um and then it was hit or miss because i was just trying to do something mm. i didn't know where my life was going to go at that point but i started sure yeah to be fair. so i just i started drawing and like just doing things i was good at and then i just realized this that's what's satisfying to me like 
if I'm thinking properly without my mind being warped by what I'm supposed to like because mm. other people like it or whatever, this is what I I like doing. And a lot of people don't know what they like doing because, you know, they are, it's always pushed to them that this is what you're supposed to like. Mm. And they get a dopamine hit from everything. They open their phone, they go out, they go, I don't know, do what, whatever they're doing. They always get a dopamine hit from that. And then when it comes to what they, are actu- what they actually need to do, it's much less stimulating. Yeah. And they end up quitting. Or, Before, yeah. or just thinking it's not for them. And I think it also boils down to, to like having patience, you know. Yeah. Even it's like, can you can look at it from this angle, like you you're planting, you know, something. Mm-hmm. You know, people you put the seed, you know, you water it. Now after two days, people are looking at it if it's grown. <laughs> you know, you, you can't do that. You know, you have yeah. to you have to wait a bit. Yeah. Like good things and long term success and you know, fulfilling things, they don't come easy. Like yeah. You just have to be patient. You just have to, to let to let the plant grow. You have to, but you have to keep on watering it. You have to weed it, you know. You have to keep keep practicing your craft. Yeah. But the results won't come immediately. And most people in the world we live in, we've become too used to getting everything quickly, mm. you know. You know, you want to Google what, you know, what happened this you can just get it immediately. Imagine yeah. before you had to go to a library, you know, look through an encyclopedia or look through yeah. three or four books before you get the information you needed. Now yeah. we have it. You can get in like 10 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. So it also boils down to patience. And then again, people are too scared to try new things because of, you know, being judged. Yeah, being judged, you know, is the social expectations. And the thing about being judged is, the, it it's only when you judge yourself that you feel like you're also being judged. Because mm. um, you guys are going to hear me talking, about, talking a lot about this. Like when I stop the whole social media thing, you the only voice in your head is yours. Okay, and your parents and whatever. But when you're alone, you, you do the things you like and there's no one else telling you, hey, yo, you need to do this, you need to do this, or maybe that's good, whatever. It's like, I'm going to do what I'm going to do and I'm going to like it. And it's only your voice in your head. And chances are you don't, you're not comparing yourself to anyone but yourself, so you don't judge yourself. And when you don't judge yourself, you don't judge. You don't judge others as harshly. I mean, mean, you have notions about some of the things they do, but you don't judge them as harshly as you do. You know, which which makes me think the thing of comparing yourself to others. That's that's also like a big factor why people are not patient with when they pick a craft. They are not patient enough to to stick to it till mm-hmm. the results start coming. You know, like um, you pick a craft and then you see someone who's already you know they mastered the craft. Yeah. They're good at it, and you're like, why am I not like this guy? Yeah. You know, that guy's probably taken years or even decades to perfect what he's doing mm-hmm. you know and you just have to go through that same journey yeah. so you can be you can i don't know make something sustainable of it but the thing is you can't just tell telling someone to be patient is like telling someone to be brave which you have to be like I mean, yeah no I mean, you have it. to be but like it's I don't know. Like, I think people just need actionable steps yeah. for patience. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That that makes sense. That okay. Makes what sense. What helps me uh, like profoundly was um, I was listening to Jordan Peterson and he was giving some advice on how to change your life, whatever. So he said, uh, give yourself like a time period, like let's say three years, and see you have all these things you want to do and all these things you can't do. So be realistic and write what you what you would want your life to look at in three years, so that all the suffering you go through within those three years will be worth it. So you just so this this is all on you. So you think of a life where if you suffered but you achieved this life, it'd have been worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what you're supposed to describe. Then after that, like on the next page, you just describe 
what your life would be like if you did nothing like if you continued down this path of uh not being com- like not being committed to anything whatever and write the worst case scenario for how your life would look like in those three years so now you have uh essentially a heaven and a hell mm. and the thing is if you're not doing one or the other so if you're not doing one thing you're gonna go the other yeah way. yeah so it's easy okay and um granted you might not end up exactly where you might hit or miss both mm. with like 70 percent but you're not going in the middle yeah you're not going in the middle because you're doing nothing you're you're gonna go in the wrong direction yeah so as long as you do something that's that you didn't like that's not gonna lead you to that hell chances are you're gonna go to that heaven you just described mm. and that has helped me so it's like um every time i don't feel like doing something i have a place in my head that i don't want to go so i'm like even if i do the most minute part of this at least i know in the long run i'm still heading generally towards the direction i want to go so it it just it helps me like it's a day by day thing yeah and again it's like it's not easy you know it's it's just easy to say you know like do this do that but in reality nothing <laughs> it's very hard to to stay consistent in, on what you want to do but then again that's the price you have to pay for for the long term fulfillment because mm. either way you're, you're gonna you're gonna struggle like in this life yeah, it's better you just pick yeah, yeah. you pick your struggle rather than having it picked for you yeah for sure yeah for sure. so like it's much better to just okay for the next three four years i'm just gonna even if, even if it's 10 depending on how great of a feat you want to achieve you just mm. have to say okay you know i'm gonna knuckle down and get you know get the work done mm. and all that because you know even if it's not the direct path mm-hmm. you 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 know the destination you wanted to reach mm. you'll you'll reach somewhere close to yeah. what you wanted to achieve or even you'll find that where you reach is was better suited for you yeah yeah, yeah. Well, this oh okay <laughs> okay so like do you think that someone can rapidly change their personality no given okay like given let's say the conditions are very stuck let's say then a really bad place in their life and they know like they have the only option they have is to just flip a switch mm. no personality is because uh okay let, i i can try and use myself as a, as an example like mm-hmm. i was i was down bad at some point and to, you can change the things you believe in mm-hmm. and that will eventually lead to you changing the, your personality mm-hmm. but, but it takes a lot of time you think so yeah because um let me mm, let me think of something um like uh being assertive and mm-hmm causing friction like with people like take me in high school like uh let's say i disagreed with someone but mm-hmm. i honestly believed like uh what in what i was saying mm-hmm. but the other person was i don't know much louder or whatever mm-hmm. you know it just be like right right whatever just mm-hmm. so there's no conflict mm-hmm. but now i'm of the opinion that i'm i'm, I'm just going to say what i believe in. if you don't agree with that uh we can either argue it out and debate and then maybe one of us can change our point so it's just like i have no in okay my mm, my mindset now is i have no problem causing friction mm. but trying to apply that in the real world it's hard to get used to yeah uh, <laughs> by the way did you ask that i don't know there's just something i was reading on rapid personality change and it's a I can't really remember it was it was a long it was a long time ago it was some some lady had written a book i've forgotten um what her name was i think it started with a k i've forgotten what i even forgot what the name of the book was mm-hmm. it was a really long time and i wasn't like 
like reading it seriously like i was just sifting through mm-hmm. that stuff and i even don't remember much of the main points but if i can recall um i think she made some very interesting points i think i'll have to go back to it and then if i get the opportunity to speak about it mm-hmm. or write about it i will again okay but i think mm-hmm. just from my personal opinion that mm. it could be possible given like if the external conditions are very pressing yeah yeah if yeah. Exa- yeah for sure like i mean if there's a zombie apocalypse bro i don't don't think people will be too uh will care too much about what pronouns you use when you're addressing someone mm. or some or yeah. just something like that bro yeah. like if 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 you mess up if messing up leads you to like death mm. like if an immediate mistake leads to death then yeah you you have to change your personality because otherwise you would die but yeah. holding all factors constant in like current times and you're just trying to change your personality no yeah that would take yeah the only way you can do it i think is if you take yourself out of the position you're in when you made when your personality molded itself mm. so like let's say uh like just shipping yourself off to a different country mm. yeah you know fresh clean start but the conditions at um what was i say oh the thing about uh mo- changing your current situation because you can't you i don't think it would be so hard for you to change how you think when what made you develop that pattern of thinking is still around mm. because your personality is formed by the things you went through the people around you and your current situation throughout uh the you know scope of time so if you want to change how you think and act then i guess you have to change the things that influence that ama yeah yeah make a convincing argument over that was I was just thinking maybe I should I should go and look back into what that lady was saying about rapid personality change because I, I really can't remember much of it <laughs> I just remember uh, just the baseline of that it could happen so I yeah if the factors around you change if your external environment changes then it will have a direct impact on your internal environment with mm-hmm. regards to how you think Yeah. Bro, I thought I thought you had like topics for this or like I thought you had a game plan going into this. It was just going on as we <laughs> I bro. Sometimes you just have to you just have to throw yourself in the deep end. Yeah. And yeah. Hope, hope it works out. Yeah. And that's for most things. Most things in life. Yeah. Sometimes like most people don't know what what they're doing they just yeah. Yeah, you know yeah. they go as they as they yeah. figure it out so mm. it's like uh throw with the instruction manual for video gaming game just start <laughs> skip know. the tutorial and yeah, you just you just play yeah yeah i think that's with most things sometimes you like with life you can't or with things you're doing you can't be too detailed yeah you can't expect yeah like all the you you can't get all the instructions it's yeah. impossible because everyone's perspective on that situation is different yeah. and so also life can throw curveballs and you yeah. just have to be flexible to yeah. deal with it how it comes yeah so you can just get a a rough idea mm-hmm. yeah so that at least you know when you jump into it maybe you're not as as clueless as even sometimes jumping to something being clueless is can also help you know yeah but depends on the on the type of person you are mm. yeah because if you jump into it clueless and okay what I was going to say didn't make sense because I was going to say if you jump in, into it clueless and like uh 
and you already have a fixed mentality on mm. how you're going to approach the situation mm. and that means you weren't particularly clueless yeah but to be fair most people tend to stick with you know a chosen path once they start seeing the improvements in it yeah or when yeah when they start seeing the improvements it's not i don't know it's not like um they like most people think when they enter a field they have to be like relatively good at it yeah yeah and that's not the case for most for most things like entering clueless is not <laughs> it's not such a bad idea to be fair yeah and the thing about sticking with a path that you know gets you some achievement that's that's essentially how our brain works because it's you you randomly guess and estimate how to tackle a particular problem but immediately you get a minute breakthrough there's a hit of dopamine that you get and then your brain is uh recalibrated and it's like oh wait i did something and that felt good let me reconstruct what i just did so that i can if this feeling good yeah so you reverse engineer what you just did for that dopamine hit so that you know when you're placed in that situation again that you you know what to do and that's just a repeating process when you're trying to get to whatever you want to be i wonder like how if you could just like experiment like so, like a normal person's dopamine receptors and like someone's dopamine receptors like 100 or 200 years ago i'm sure the difference is that they are exactly i would think they're no. exactly the same i would think like before they were much more sensitive those much less oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah i think yeah. They, they were much more like even just eating a sweet would produce so much dopamine <laughs> yeah Yeah. yeah like now i'm sure for most people their dopamine receptors are very they are not sen- they are not that sensitive that's just say for all people yeah. okay no no there's for nothing most. like all but for most yeah for for a very large percentage of people us included it's just <laughs> for some people like almost 70% of their receptors are fried or something <laughs> hey, the amount of stimulation that we have in this time we're living in is too much and the, the worst thing is that now our brains work against us because it's oh that felt good what did i just do yeah try reverse engineer then feel as good how can i get to feel yeah. as good so it's just new it, it mm. keeps building upon itself mm. so the the that industry for like just pleasure mm. yeah, they, that's yeah. what they provide the dopamine hit are just going to get worse over time that's why addictions always end up being they they progressively get worse yeah you know like when someone took the first hit of of a drug like two or three years down the line like that first hit don't feel the same yeah no yeah you, they'll just have to get something like much more st- much stronger to sustain yeah. you know to sustain the fast rush they felt mm-hmm. yeah it's it's very yeah it's it's very sad if yeah or most addictions they just people just end up going down that rabbit hole and like most addicts don't fully recover from their addiction yeah There's something I was reading about addictions in James Clear. I don't know. You said something and like I th- I thought about it but mm. I mean it's gone now. I it's basically a habit. Basically becomes a habit. Like your your brain just does that action on autopilot. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's it's not something that when if you consciously don't continue doing it yeah <laughs> like you'll just yeah that's and that's why sometimes when you see how people you know treat um people who have an addiction like you know they're bad people yeah. and, like it's an like it's an illness you can't 
Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can just. I'm pretty sure if they wanted, if if they could just say no and stop, yeah, they would. Uh, they would. But it's not that easy. Yeah, know? obviously. It's, it's not like you can't just say, okay, you quit taking that substance. Like that substance you're addicted to. Yeah. It's not as easy as that. I think people can still enjoy the um their modes of like. Uh, what how do how would I say this? Like stress relief. Like say No, of course. In moderation. Yeah, like yeah, of course. If, if you know your limits and yeah. you can definitely keep yeah. like if you just if you do it for a few months, then stop for a few months, then like you just it's an off and on thing. Then I guess it it can have its benefits. You okay, you can just minimize the the pitfalls. Mm. And maximize the benefits. Yeah, but you know, for people who don't know their limits, there's always that tendency of just going down the rabbit hole. Like, like what do you mean? Like, someone who, let's say, someone is closed off, like, their whole life. You know, mm-hmm. they don't know uh, much about, let's say, substances and something. Mm. And then, let's say they they go to like probably university or something like that mm-hmm. and then they're exposed to so much freedom you know mm. and then they they start like okay yeah, yeah. yeah. there's that tendency of just going down the rabbit hole you know someone who's you know exposed slowly like he's not closed off and he's exposed slowly by slowly yeah will be better able to to manage himself you know yeah yeah that's true hey. I think about shit like this, and I'm like, how am I gonna raise my kid? Yeah. So do I give do I give them alcohol at 16 so that they don't like by 18 they don't turn into like an alcoholic? To be fair, I think for kids, if you tell them something and you do the opposite, you'll just confuse them. Mm. Kids will mimic what their parents do. That's you know. okay. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, they'll mimic what their parents do. For example, if, like, let's say, for example, a girl mm-hmm. sees the dad abusing the mom, mm-hmm. that's how she'll expect to be treated. Aside I as don't know whether I'm going to cost in that. That's how, no, it's true. Like, even if a guy sees the dad abusing the mom, mm-hmm. it's either that's how he'll expect to treat women mm. or the very opposite. He'll be like, I'll never do that okay, to, yeah. to a lady. Mm-hmm. Even for a girl, that's how she'll expect to be treated, or she'll be like, I'll never let a, a guy do that to me. Okay, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. 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 You know, for, for children, you just you know, or if you tell them you should be reading, and then the whole time they're just seeing you like, you know, on your phone or something like that. Mm. You know, they'll think that that's what I should be doing. Yeah. But children of what age though? I think probably let's say tod okay not toddlers but like that age like but it's, three four it's five the, it's like the, till like twelve or something like that. It's the teenager part that messes me up. Like that also. that that part because it's if you tell them to do something they might rebel. If you don't tell them they won't know. Mm. You see. That's a good question. Yeah. Anyway, I wouldn't know because I've never raised any kids. Yeah, same. I'll be, I'm the young, I, I'm I'm the last born, so same. And I don't particularly do well with children. By not wanting children would be a bit selfish. Yeah, I think um. I think still, just the way you act. I think that, I think that's... what what kids learn when they are really young, it stays. Yeah, it stays. Yeah, it stays for long, cause even adults well into to their thirties and forties, mm-hmm. if they experience childhood trauma, it can still affect them when they're that old. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I think for kids, like what their parents do, is what they is what they tend to to put into practice mm-hmm. rather than what they're told. Yeah. Okay. I get that, but me, it's the you know when you're a teenager, you think that you know everything. <laughs> yeah, that's the so. like that's the mindset of 
Yeah, me, I was like that. Like, you think that these people are old-fashioned, like they don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. Their situation was different. They can't understand, like, my point of view, whatever. Mm. So there's the, there's the chance that of just, you know, outright rebellion. Yeah. That's true. But then again, like, sometimes parents, they, maybe they, they don't, maybe they do see, but sometimes they um, ignore the fact that the world has changed significantly since they were growing up. And, okay, yeah. And now, but it's hard to change when you're that old. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And we're exposed to so much more than they were when. Ah, yeah. Age. yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. So I guess the fact that the thing of not, of knowing more, I think that's just, uh, it's magnified with the whole internet thing. I didn't say no more. But then again, experience is... is okay, you think you know more. Yeah. You don't, maybe you don't actually know yeah. more, but you think you know more because you've seen more from what you have attained. Mm. But yeah, then again, experience is something that's... You can't trade it for anything. Experience is yeah, so valuable. Yeah, yeah. experience is... Yeah. Which one would you be more upset about? Your son smoking weed or your daughter talking on TikTok? I think I would be upset by both. <laughs> Equally. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> okay, first of all, I don't think it would get there, but let's see. By I mean, let's... bro, all fathers don't think it would get there. Yeah, that's true. If it does, I think I'd be more upset. Okay, it depends on what you mean. If he's a full, full blown drug addict, then no. Like I mean, he's just he's, he's no. Let's either, yeah, like he's he's just he's just he bought a blunt from some drug dealer, and he's you caught him in the middle of smoking it. Like, <laughs> so before anything I say will you know, it will offend some people, but it depends if my son is smoking weed and it's getting like it's taking precedence over the things he should be doing like, yeah then that will be worse okay, but true. if it's not then i think the direction yeah, i'll be more upset. yeah 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 let me just say i'd be more upset with that depending on how bad that's smoking weed is Hey, bro. Yeah, she scares me. Having a daughter. Mm. Anyway, I think... Because you know how niggas are, bro. Like, you know how dudes are. And that's the worst part. Yeah. Guys be thirsty. Mm. And then it's your eye. It's your daughter. Yeah. If you're a female and you listen to this, by the way, just listen to your dads and brothers. They're the only dudes who are not trying to fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Most of the time. <laughs> I anyway, that's, yeah, that yeah. was a joke. That was a, a, a very ill-advised joke. But hey, if you've reached this final podcast and you can't tell when we're joking, I think I think it's best you you keep watching. Yeah, yeah, you <laughs> learn eventually. Yeah, yeah. It's anyway, guys. Uh, I don't know. Do you do you fuck with that whole thing for? We have to be on the same energy. Like, um, this, a uh, lot of things I hear girls say, yeah. like me and my mans have to be on the same energy and whatever. What do you mean the same? You know, that, that's the science BS for, mm. we have to vibrate at the same frequency. We have, our souls have to. Uh, How do you feel about that? Some things, it just depends. Some things, like attraction will just happen. That's yeah. primal. Yeah. No, and that has to be there first. Oh. I'm talking about whether you believe it. The, no. Oh. The soulmates stuff in. Oh, yeah, that for sure. Yes. Yeah. Wait. I don't. There's, there's an aspect of me that I... There's an aspect that's kind of true. Yeah. Then there's an aspect that... It's yeah. just ridiculous. Yeah. At you just saying, oh, 
I'm waiting till I find my soulmate. Yeah. That's not going to happen. I um, think most people if have to. soulmate, I think if you speak on a on a spiritual in a spiritual sense, then it mm, there's a way I can you could tend to believe it makes sense. Yeah, I but if you just you know when you say like soulmate as in you know my soulmate has to look like this and be like this and he all these perfect things yeah. and this. I think if you just think at you're going to meet that one person who's going to fulfill your life and make you, you know, mm. and like you'll just have the perfect, you know, Disney yeah. relationship. That's bullshit. Yeah, that's BS. But I think for most people, you can find someone if you find someone who like your your values align and all mm-hmm. that stuff, then I think you'll be able to grow together because that's the the I think that's what makes that stuff last. Yeah. yeah. But me the whole the whole uh soul the soulmate thing. Okay. Um what what was I reading or watching? I was watching something that was discussing the the theory of like the collective consciousness. Ah um this guy, what is his name? Irish guy. Irish, was it Irish or Scottish? Conan Ronin. Co- yeah, 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 Conan Ronin. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was watching his videos on the collective con like you I think one of his videos was talking about the collective consciousness. And when from his explanation, I was like, oh, so the soulmate thing can it can make sense because it's like um in we're all individuals, but we all our souls or our the part of us that's divine or sentient or whatever is part of something much bigger you get so something like a puzzle piece that makes something like a whole mm. so you're a puzzle piece so i guess if the piece next if you find the piece that's next to you in that whole mm-hmm then yeah you could say that your soulmate i don't know how to explain it in in a way that makes sense but there's a time i believed oh okay then this this can be real yeah i think it has some relevance i think it has some relevance but the way it's portrayed in mainstream culture is 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 totally bs i mean it's just to sell to the audience Mm. it's like they sell you the it's very no yeah it's very no like there's a lot of novelty in believing that there's just that one person waiting for you that you'll meet, you know. Yeah. <laughs> that you'll meet and you'll you know, you'll have no problems in your relationship. Mm. You you know. Yeah. That's that's not that's not realistic. Yeah. I think for most I don't know. From the little that I know that I think it's the way most people handle their problems that that's the issue. Mm. Explain. Like, let's say you have a problem with someone. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what type of relationship. Like, when I mean relationship, it's not only like a romantic yeah, relationship. Yeah, yeah. It can be a business or something. Mm-hmm. It just the, it depends. Could depend on the way people handle their situation, their mm-hmm. problems. I mean, if you both want to solve that problem mm-hmm. then it you know it makes that bond stronger yeah you know when you're both you have a problem and none of you even want to see each other's perspective you know yeah. you don't want to even find some common ground and you know mm-hmm. yeah you don't want to give up any ground then that yeah but um yeah i mean you have to solve the problems so that you can move forward but uh, to solve a problem, you have to identify the problem. Mm. Then you have to talk about it. And that communication is key, but it is, but men and women communicate differently. differently. Men are more concise. Yeah. And straight to the point, don't... Okay, let me not say all men, but mm. most most guys are concise. Like, uh, let me give you an example. If mm, I don't know. 
if you're fat. Yeah. I'll tell you you're fat and you need to go to the gym. Yeah. I won't dance around it and say, yeah. oh, why don't you take this salad? Oh, yeah. yeah, man, this tastes better, whatever. Nah, it's like, this is a problem and I'm giving you the solution. Yeah. That's, that's how a lot of men talk. And a lot of girls don't, they're very socially aware. Yeah. They don't, like they're very good at not rocking the boat. You know, they, that's that's what a lot of girls are good at. So, but, but the thing, women have really good intuition. Yeah, that, there's, yeah. There's like some that, things they sense. Yeah, like in a, in a social setting, yeah. women are way more advanced, like, insanely more advantaged than men yeah yeah like yeah we as men were not yeah that's that's not our fault like a woman you'll just go up and talk to her and she can tell immediately if you're authentic or not yeah she's able to tell yeah but okay back to my point yeah? yeah so women communicate more covertly is it covertly or overtly Covertly. okay so now there's there's a disconnect between uh the the communication so you need to find a way to fix that but to be fair i think it's the onus is more on the guy to 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 appeal to the way that women communicate well you still have to maintain that uh aspect of practicality and finding a solution you know because some some problems just go beyond you know, the practicality of just finding a solution. You also need to look at it from an emotional standpoint. Yeah, true. Yeah, exactly. I'm not good at that. I can't, you know. You just have to learn. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we're just talking about how women have very good intuition. Oh, yeah. Like it's, like it's actually shocking how, how good it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially by women who get approached a lot. Mm, yeah, but is that all women? I'd like to, maybe most, not all. A lot, a very yeah. large percentage. Yeah. But uh, if you compare to how many guys are approached, then yeah, yeah, it's a very large percentage. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They they're just able to. T- <laughs> they're yeah, just, they're able just able to, to tell. tell. Yeah. I used to think that that women intuition uh, stuff was like just BS, yeah. but I think it it's it's also a a primal thing. Yeah. Because you know, in in the act of sex, women have much more to lose, much more to lose. If they have a if their kid is fathered by a bad partner, yeah, they have much more to lose. So then again, you could see why women are more. Yeah, and it's like tricky. um if. If she doesn't choose right, then her child is. Yeah. It, that's what's going to suffer. Her yeah. maybe not necessarily, yeah. but it's more more on the child because it's like if she mates with a man who has no resources to take care of this child, this child is gonna die. Yeah. So it's like they had to probably if he has no resources, his genetics aren't that good. Mm-hmm. Facts. Yeah. Or maybe it's just down bad. Maybe that. I don't know. Maybe there was a flood and took away his money. I don't. The primal damn care you get. The primal part in us. But yeah, that's yeah. it's amazing how how good the intuition is. Cut all this all this awkward silence out. You have to. Yeah, otherwise, guy. Women, okay. What is the last thing you talked about? Women's intuition. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. You want to talk about like one small thing and then now nah, we we go too deep into that. Mm. Should we ask the people for topics? Yeah. I think we could just do that later. We could do that like in two or three weeks. I mean, we can we can have like a backlog, so that we. So we ask now, so that by episode ten, uh, we like ten onward, we. Because episode ten, we're going to talk about more topical things. 
So I guess. Then these those are the topical things are the topics we can get from. Yeah, we should start asking then because it will be more fresh. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, yeah, I get that, I get that. It will be more novel at that point. Ah, uh, okay, okay, cool. How outro? Um, again, if you've reached this far, thank you very much. You took time out of your day to support us. Yeah, to support us. Um, yeah, like the video if it's on YouTube. Um, like our posts on IG. Follow us on all platforms if you can. Yes, sir. And if there's any way you would want us to improve, could leave a comment on one of our social media. Yeah, or just DM us. Yeah. Especially on Instagram or that a lot. So if there's something you'd want to change or give your opinion on something we said, you you just type it in the comment uh, the comment section for the the post or the video or whatever. Yeah. And we'll get back to you. Hopefully. Yeah. Hi. Peace.